0: Sit With Us acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to the land this podcast is recorded on. We also pay our respect to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Always was, always will be, Aboriginal land. Welcome to Sit With Us, the podcast. I'm
1: Ella and I'm Dom, and this is your invite to sit with us and chat about all things relationships, reality TV, pop culture, and everything in between. Coming up on this episode.
2: I'm really fatigued of the whole onus and mental load being on women who earn what 30% less and have to pay what 40% more for our healthcare and beauty care? Get Mm -hmm. fucked.
0: I've never had a hair on my tit. Well, you're a lucky bitch. <clears throat> <clears throat> Always got to clear the throat, you know. Got to clear the throat yeah. to start fresh. Start fresh. My throat is a little
1: uh, on the dry, chesty side this week. <laughs> a bit dry, doll. She's a bit dry. It's not <laughs> tane this time either. It's called being run down. Yeah, Just it's... caught up to me. I don't really know. Like I got a bit of a tickle and then it felt like Air. Like it was like airy in my throat. I, yeah. That's the best way I can describe that, that it. That is weird. Like <laughs> with my mouth shut, I would be just breathing. Yeah. And like it's like I could feel the air from my nose tickling my throat.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And so then it would just make yeah. you cough, right? Yeah. And this was on I think Friday and then we went to the NBL on Saturday night, which was so random but so cool. Like I've never gone to like a live sport. Event. like yeah. I think I've been to the AFL like maybe once when I was about 14. But basketball is cool. It was such a vibe. Like I had no idea what it was going to be like. We were on the court side, so we're like front row in this like special area. We went with wow. Reebok. Reebok invited us and we we're sitting next to this guy. I don't know. Guy, my partner knew who it was and he was like a really famous Carlton ex-football player. Ah. Uh-huh. I can't remember his name. Um, <laughs> and I was like, oh, hi. And he, he, like, said something to us and Guy was kind of like, oh, like, that's
0: so-and-so. I'm like, oh, I don't know who that is, babe.
1: And he's like, oh, like, he, he played for my team that I go for. I'm like,
0: oh. Oh, oh so he would have been really he excited. Was
1: yeah, and then they ended up, of course, having a chat. And Guy actually did the plumbing or something for his brother, Wow. At his brother's house.
0: It's a small one, especially when you're in construction or plumbing. Yeah. I feel like that's always my dad. Oh, yeah, I did his gutters. Oh, it, yeah.
1: It's just so random how that <laughs> happens. But anyway, my throat declined at the NBL, uh, basically. Okay.
0: You, yeah, you know what it is? It's when you kind of overdo yourself. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's when you start feeling, oh, okay, this is my body's way of telling me to yeah. slow the fuck down. And you could be like the tiniest bit run down,
1: but because I had a brunch – And then I had a birthday lunch as well. So I was talking for like five hours Yeah, and then the MBO. And it was late. We had the half marathon in the morning. Yeah, so
0: let's just preface this by saying she's run down, she's got a tickle in her throat, a bit of a cough, then proceeds to run a half marathon the following day. So Mm. I feel as though I can never complain Mm -hmm. ever in my life now. And Uh. I I said
1: to Guy, I was like, I know I'm going to get sick after the half like I'm I'm already prepared yeah. to get sick because yeah. I'm not not gonna go. Like I've been so excited. You have. You yeah. know, it was just I couldn't wait to do that. And during the run, the like the energy out there, it's fucked up. Like the thing that like people say run is high. Yeah. It's a it's a real thing. Like I couldn't believe how not out of breath I was. Because And I was like, babe, I'm not even out-breath. We were chatting the whole time. It was wow. the first time I'd ran without headphones for that long. No headphones, just us. That's like amazing. Uh, and I was just like, I don't even know. But the energy out there is nuts. And then when you're about 10Ks in... The full marathon guys, so the forty-two kilometer guys, yeah. oh, they end up sort of like coming into you, you track, so they kind of like link up and then they continue on. And so the fastest guy who was like, like way ahead of the group, kilometers ahead. So there's a car like in front of him honk. Everyone's honking. Everyone's like cheering him on. He was sprinting, like sprinting through. And he was probably at, like, maybe 15 to 20 Ks at that point. And, and he runs 42 kilometers. Yeah, nonstop. And then, like, you keep passing people in the 42 K thing. And, like, Guy is such a hype man. Like, every time they would run past, Guy was like, come on, man. Go, go, go. Like, don't stop. Keep at it. Like, drive the legs. And I'm just like,
0: bang. I'd be on the floor.
1: <laughs> like, 42 Ks is a... You know, a half marathon is Dude. one thing, but forty-two k's is a massive, like that's a it's a massive distance. Like, there's people on the side that had uh, passed out. Yeah, with like that's scary. there's lots of ambulances around, and paramedics around, because people could just drop from being dehydrated or something. Like, I don't really know, but people's bodies can shut down. Well,
0: Oh, one hundred percent. I mean, forty-two kilometers is a fair way. Uh, even what you did was a bloody. Yeah.
1: I just can't Tough
0: like cray
1: and like you finish inside the MCG and the whole stadium is full of people. Like you you enter – it's just like the craziest, wow. like most euphoric It feeling. was all
0: over my social media on the weekend. Like it was so – such a huge thing here in and Melbourne. And you can walk it. Like there's a 5K, there's a 10K, there's a half marathon. You can, And you can walk them just to sort of be a part of like yeah. the atmosphere. It's like the um, City to Surf in Sydney. Oh, I have heard of that. I, I have done that one year. Oh. I walked it. Um, I remember I was so sore for like a week after that. How fun! I just that? walked. I don't know. I don't. No. I don't know if the top. Of is my that head. what was on the weekend in the pink? Were people doing that? On the no, weekend? that was another breast cancer uh. fun run or something. But the city to surf is one of the massive ones. So it's from the city and then you end up in Bondi, so uh. it's pretty hectic. But um, yeah, I, I've, I'm not a runner. Like I mean, from what I can, I've seen Ella do. You can do it if you put your mind yeah. to it. You definitely but can. I just. Like, running for me scares me because I just don't think that I can do it, but there's a lot of... if I put my mind to it. There's definitely,
1: like, a lot of, like, recovery that you need to do. Like, if you're going to start doing longer distance running, you need to be taking care of yourself. Like, you know, my hip, my knee, like, my feet. Guy got blood boosters all over his toes. Oh, Thankfully, I've got still really cute feet um, because most runners don't have cute feet. Like, your toenails go... But that's also because your shoes should not be too tight. Like they say that you should always go a full size up with your runners. Really? So that there's space when your foot hits the ground, your toes aren't pressing on the edge of the shoe because that's going to damage the toenail.
0: Oh, look, it's just, it's, you're really selling it to me.
1: I know. And people always like, when I get DMs about running, they're like, you know, my body's this, my body's that. I'm like, yeah. Like, obviously it's one of the hardest forms of exercise on the human body, like the impact of your body hitting the ground, the, impact. the oh. knees, like your posture, your shoulders. Like, yeah, a guy went and saw my therapist last night and he's got two dislocated ribs. Yeah.
0: And on that and note. And he still ran. He <laughs> ran with two <laughs> dis- uh, dislocated ribs. I won't be running at all. <laughs> uh, so and I'm. Crazy. Ho- I think I'm normal, uh, you know. <laughs> Touch wood. Uh, but I think today, I'm crazy. Yeah. I think I might be. You're, yeah, you're, you're definitely crazy. <laughs> a little bit. Um, so I had a bit of a maths throwback this weekend, babe. So we are doing a really cool thing with Booktopia. We've created our own little read with us book club, which I think is so fun because we're always talking about what books we're reading. Yeah. And for the first book, you and I, we wanted to read a book that we've, you know, both read before. Mm-hmm. But we wanted to reread because I think now being in relationships, mm-hmm. we can look at it with new eyes. So the book mm-hmm. is Attached
1: mm-hmm.
0: and my physical copy of Attached that I bought back in 2021, mm-hmm. um, I bought specifically when I was filming maths. Yeah, And so mum had it at her house and I got her to bring it to me over the weekend and I had totally forgotten that inside the book Jack and I had – like scribbled in there and I'd wrote like the dates. We both signed the back of the book and it was just like such a nice throwback Mm. and took me back to that time. But I'm really excited to reread Mm. Attached because I think being in a relationship now, I think I can reread it with like new, clearer, fresh eyes. Definitely.
1: I think I read it, I'm going to have to say maybe a year or two before Maths when I was just like, you know, Attracting the same kind, ended <laughs> up in the same situation of them not wanting me, like, yeah. you know, and that just stemmed back to the avoidant attachment style. And, like, this book, it does have a little quiz in it that you can do so that you can
0: learn your own attachment style. The quiz is really exciting and I, I'm, yeah. I'm really keen to, to do it again and yeah, just same. see where I'm at because I feel like two years is a well, long it can time. Change. Exactly.
1: Your attachment style can change whether it's because you've been in toxic relationships, maybe you've gone from being secure to then anxious, and mm-hmm. you can be avoidant and anxious at the same time. It is super interesting. But it also helps you understand friends as well and the people around you. Big time.
0: Friends, family, acquaintances. It's just a really interesting insight into relationships as Mm -hmm. a whole. Mm -hmm. And I think even though we've read the book before, I can't wait to reread it because it's one of those books where as you get older and and learn more in your Mm. own personal experiences – Coming back to a book like Attached, you just can get so much more out of it because with our lived experience now, mm. we can relate to a lot of different things in there. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited to read it. We are so excited to be having a book club. Like yeah. how cool is
1: that? So, and you know what? It's going to make me read more.
0: Yes. It will make me
1: read more. Um, I know that I love reading. I'm just a bit on the slower side. And that's okay. Yeah. We
0: all read at different paces. Mm. I know Jack's the same. He looks at me when I'm reading. He's like, how the hell have you read that in like mm. a day? You know, and I'm like, I mm. just love it. Like once I get engrossed in a book, yeah. I'm like, I just eat it all up." But um, we all go at our different paces and that's totally fine. But yeah, we're really excited to start the book club. Yeah. So we've got a little discount code for you guys to go and purchase the book from Booktopia. How many times can you say book? I'll yeah. try. <laughs> but the link is going to be in our show notes and we are going to be posting it on our socials so go there go and use the discount code and yeah get on the read with us book club train guys And we also can't wait to hear what you guys think of the book. Yes, we're going to discuss it in about a month's time. Yeah. So that gives everyone enough time to read the book, Mm -hmm. uh, to do the quiz in the book and, you know, even write some notes Mm. and then we will reconvene Mm -hmm. and discuss Attached once again and see how we feel about it now two years on after Mm. reading it. Mm -hmm. We're both in relationships. Mm. Uh, We've both uh, lived and learnt. Yeah, we so shall have babe. It's going to be interesting to see where we stand again. Mm hmm. Today's episode is really, really exciting. It's cool. Um, It's going to be
1: really cool. We've
0: been talking about how you've been getting the acupuncture on your face Mm. for the last few weeks. You've been raving about it. And Mm. so we're going to explore acupuncture a little bit more because there is so much more to this ancient Mm. form of medicine than we know. And we wanted to bring that to you guys so you can learn a bit more about it too. And then, you know, maybe if you want to go and try some... Acupuncture. I, I think I'm going to try it. Babe, you have to try it. Yeah, I think I Honestly, to. Honestly,
1: like I don't even know. I don't think this is actually filmed. She looks like
0: she's had both, Botox. a bit of Bowie.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's actually nuts. So I'm excited to ask her all the questions. I've put Q&As up on my stories a few times and there's so many great questions in there that – I felt would be better to bring to the podcast rather yeah. like the answer on socials and then yeah we'll find out some of her recommendations because I know some of you guys are in all places in Australia so we'll ask her today for some recommendations
0: for whatever yep. she can provide. So without further ado let's get Dr Abby to come and sit with us. Woo! So we have Dr. Abby here. Yes. Finally we're... coming and sitting with us. Hi, thanks for having me. <laughs> I, I don't see any spiking needles uh, right <laughs> now. You hoping? I was actually hoping. I said I to Ella, I would have loved that. to have been pricked.
1: I was like, look, mm-hmm. I can stab you any time I want, babe. <laughs> you got this. Next time we come down to Melbourne with some extra time. I can
2: finger needle you. <laughs> is, as weird as that sounds.
0: Is that like something that you can
2: do like yourself if you know where your pressure points are kind of thing? Mm. Yeah. So basically cool. you just make your finger into a needle and hurt someone. Oh. I love it. We'll
0: get. We will we'll get. Her in in. We'll get there. Because, uh, I do have a few questions it's about quite a that. hard poke, but thank you so much for joining us <laughs> mm. on the podcast. We are so interested, and lots of our listeners ha- are so keen to hear more yeah. about acupuncture and just the world of that. They want the woo stuff. Like, does this shit
1: really work? That's literally what so many <laughs> of the DMs are like. Is it actually
2: working? My yeah. favorite thing is is you don't have to believe in it. Yeah. Like, do you believe in myotherapy? I do you mean, believe in chiropractic? Do you believe? I do believe in, in those two. Do you know what I mean? And it's another physical modality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you go to the chiropractor and they crack you once, do you think your back is fixed forever?
1: No. Oh So Just why for would everyone should
2: be different? Oh. Why would the body have one session and then be fixed for everything? Nothing works that way. So everyone's like, oh, I went to acupuncture once. I'm like, yeah, what a waste of time. Yeah, It's like going to the gym. Once.
0: You can't just go for one workout no, and be like, yeah. oh I've I I got I an with an the face. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, unless
2: you, like, put the pads in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So
0: let's start from where did you find this passion for acupuncture and what, what's your training and, you know, where did it all start? Yeah, what are your credentials? List them, yeah, <laughs> what are your cre- List them off so we you know that you know what you're talking about. So, like...
2: So um, way back in the day, I was a naturopath. It was what it, well, my previous life was working in corporate accounting. Um, wow, Have so I do yeah. Well, I didn't know what to do after I finished yeah. school. Yeah, like I had all mm. these opportunities, and I didn't know if I wanted to do science or arts, or I just fucking didn't know. So mm. I went straight into office work and worked in corporate and worked my way up. And then um, an opportunity came up to go to naturopathy school where I also learnt a lot of other esoteric modalities as like electives. Mm. Um, And then out of that, I was working in a medical centre with another practitioner that was doing Chinese medicine. And um, initially there, I saw her treat one of my clients who was batshit fucking cray. (laughs) To be polite.
0: In, in, what, in
2: what sense? So what? like she was a mum of three, um, didn't eat well, couldn't sleep, constant back pain, mm. just hyper anxious all the time, just a psycho. Yeah. And so I was using like naturopathy and bone therapy and all these other different types of modalities to try and like get her to eat well and, mm. and you know, supplements can be quite expensive. And then mm. I was like, oh, I'm really stuck. So I referred her to the Chinese medicine acupuncturist in the room next door because we were buddies and I was mm. like, well, what are you going to do with this psycho? <laughs> and then I watched her and, and again, because this crazy one, all she cared about was losing her tummy. That's all she cared about. Mm. But, you know, she had all these other things going on. I was like, well, if you eat well and if you move your body, then this will work. And then, you know,
1: Mm. deaf ears.
2: Yeah. And then I watched the practitioner reduce her stomach in an inch in the session. And I was like, what the fuck? This Mm. isn't magic? What? Like, you are. Like, you're not just on the body and fixing things. Like, I actually saw a physical difference. And it also got rid of my client's, like, migraine then and there in the session. Mm. And I was like. Wow hmm what is this voodoo are you just like "Mm." so anyway when the client came back like the next week because of the associated change physically for her then she was able to move her body because she felt better in herself Mm. and then when she felt better in herself she ate differently so Mm. i could see the cacophony of how physicality and vanity is actually an expression of your self-well-being so from there i was like fuck this i'm out so Mm. then i moved to melbourne Mm-hmm. I was uh, raised and trained in New Zealand, so then I moved to Melbourne, did my Chinese medicine degree here, then I did my internship in Guangzhou, I was mm-hmm. only a white girl on the floor, wow. best and worst experience of my life, Yeah. then I went and trained in Hong Kong and Japan and France, so my sole focus has always been cosmetic. Like I always, like you have still have to learn all of the health. You still have to learn all the constitution. You still have to understand all the chemistry and pathophysiology. But I was like, yes, and like mm. I didn't realize that there was an opportunity not to sacrifice your vanity mm. for, you know, your ethics because I'm, I'm still very conscious of what I want to have in my environment and in mm. my body and seeing how much has changed this person's way of life, loved it. Mm. Um, so now I train other practitioners how to do facelifts and still use your internal constitution without fucking up the Botox or the injectables or the facelifts or the threads. Mm. Because I don't care what you have done to yourself. I don't care what you put in your body. Yeah. Like, if that makes you feel good, cool. Like, mm. but let's elaborate. Mm. If I can reduce your chemical load, great. If you don't want that, great. Who fucking cares? Mm. I love the, with Chinese medicine, I'm not them versus us. Mm. So, like, I find a little bit in allopathic world, you know, naturopaths and very... Um, natural modalities you know the doctors are out to kill you or i find it very Mm, controversial and you can only have one or the other in my clinic i'm like please go on antidepressants yeah like it will give you a bridge and then we can figure out what's going on my insurance could not cope if you did anything to yourself yeah so i love that in chinese medicine we don't separate that your symptoms from your medication are something separate to what's going on with you yeah because that's part of your picture i
0: think there is a lot like still you know People fear that judgment of yeah. you know going to a naturopath or someone who's a little bit you know Oh, not- super straight e one eighty yeah mm. yeah I'm like so, no I just
2: yeah. I just don't give a fuck mm. whatever makes you feel good and I had a conversation yesterday with a new client who was desperate to get Botox but she's uh, developed resistance oh. so some people develop resistance to Botox or Dysport or any of the other inject meaning that they can't get it it doesn't, it doesn't work. work anymore yeah whatsoever doesn't doesn't take the body just eliminates it oh my gosh i've never heard of this yeah yeah (laughs) it's it's a thing yeah or you can have an allergic reaction which is also exceptionally very common but never talked about the Mm. other thing that can occur is you have too much of it and your muscles actually atrophy and your face starts to fall off so oh my god so you think about if you've had 10 20 years 30 years of constantly not using that muscle it will decay and atrophy so this is where I'm giving an alternative so that you can still have it and an <laughs> extension of it. Do you know, like, so these are things that you're not told about, but I'm prepared for the fuck-ups. Of course. Yeah. And so yesterday I was having this conversation with a client who has developed a resistance to it, and so her cosmetic injector referred them to me. And I said, look, there's two ways of looking at this. Are you, which is a new divorcee as well for mm. context okay. um, and I very much treat to the root of who you are because I think your face face an expression of who you are and I said mm. look either you're doing it to polish yourself or you're doing it to hide yourself mm. either way let's make you feel good about yourself because you know there's a certain level of people getting work done where they start to look like a cartoon mm. and, yeah. and you feel really sad looking at them and mm. I'm like I think they're hiding themselves mm. like is it your armour or is it your feathers? Mm. Whereas, you know, I really like that. Yeah. there's, there's wow. ways of looking around it. Because like the way that I practice and the way that I teach the cosmetic acupuncture, the aesthetic acupuncture that I do is why are you making those frowning lines? Like why is your... So the frowning lines might be from the liver system, mm. but that can also be a little bit the hepatic system, like your actual liver element wow. or your liver function, which mm. can pertain to excessive testosterone levels or cortisol levels, things not being broken down which can also pertain to... Like, if you have high cortisol, right? Mm. You're stressing. You're stressed. Mm. But yeah. are you frustrated or are you anxious? And to me, when I do facial diagnosis, it depends how the muscles work. And this mm. is in conjunction with your Chinese medicine pulse and in conjunction when we look at your tongue diagnosis and mm. a health questionnaire. Telling yeah, you
0: yeah Ella was saying that you look at the tongue. Yeah. <laughs> and so so, yeah. so wow. when we look at
2: these lines and why your system's doing that, so if you're frowning because you feel anxious okay, why is, why is your quarters also anxious? So let's work on that at the same time as softening the line and training that muscle the other way. So if you're getting Botox, you're just stopping the muscle working. Mm. Great, effective, done. Mm. Let's work underneath so that you get more time out of your Botox mm. or you don't even have to use it, but also let's just drop your fucking stress. Mm. Yeah. Like, I love it. I don't care what's going on underneath. Cool. Let's if you're going through a massive shock, let's get you on some antidepressants yeah. or some really cool herbs that we have that I love. Yeah. Um, until you've got some support to get out of that, and it's not gonna, you know, age you while you're going through this big change. But also, the lines in your face uh, talk about the philosophy and psychology and the things that you've been through. So right. it's literally a map of your life. It really so, is. Yeah, it? it really is. Yeah. So
0: what? What exact specifically qualifications do you need to practice in this form? Or... Totally.
2: So in Australia, yep. it's heavily regulated. Mm. Yeah. You have to have a Bachelor of Health Science majoring in Chinese medicine. If someone says they do dry needling or acu needling they're a crock of shit. They've wow. done a weekend. So, there's, so, there's so a I've done I've done 2,000 hours supervised needling. Wow. We are the only modality under Medicare that isn't rebateable for acupuncture so a doctor can be rebateable for acupuncture physio and chiro and and your dentist can rebate for acupuncture but Chinese medicine cannot so we're not on the chronic uh, disease management scheme but we're in um, in SADS and aged care but you can't rebate on us and we're the only ones with it however if someone says they've done dry needling or acuneedling they've only done a weekend course (gasps) So they know the anatomy, but they don't know the reason why they're doing it or necessarily the... So there's so many points that you cannot needle if someone has got pregnancy or trying to conceive. There's points that you can't needle if someone's going through a transition of sex gender. Mm. There's points that you shouldn't needle if you're a woman menstruating. There's points Mm. you shouldn't needle if someone has a migraine because it will exacerbate it. Mm. There's a lot there. And the and because I teach this in my seminars a lot of the time to practitioners, the majority of pneumothorax, the majority of uh, perforation of intestines, um, is through what? dry needling. Jesus. So that's your chiropractor, your myotherapist, your masseuse, anyone of another health modality, but they're not registered. They can't use the word acupuncture. Okay. That's the trade word, but they can say dry needling. or No, they can't use acupuncturist, but they can say, we apply acupuncture needles or we do dry needling or we do needling, which now midwives decided to do. And
0: uh-huh. I'm
2: like, just take the TENS machine and let us do our job. It, it gets wow. me fired up, but I'm also like, meh, you know, wolves no. don't care about sheep's.
0: So are they doing
2: acupuncture for women in labor? Mm. It's, it's something new that's being trained. And, like, nurses are amazing, but I also think, come on now.
0: Why, do, bit... why do they need another thing that they need to be doing when they're, they're trying to yeah. give care? Well, look, we teach them acupuncture points and stuff, which is great. Like, you do
2: acupressure and you do massage, and I think anybody going through birth should have every single tool available. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just another thing that I'm finding encroaching, considering we're going th- – like, I've been kicked off – massive commercial deals for cultural appropriation purely because I'm a white business owner of Chinese medicine. So how is it not cultural appropriation when they're taking on this modality without having to learn the history of Chinese medicine, the history of Chinese Um, politics. We have to learn some Chinese. We have to have reverence. We can't needle till our third year. So while they're like, oh, you know, it's all a skill and it helps everyone. I'm like, well, you're actually appropriating a modality that we are fighting so hard not to whitewash. Like mm. when I when I see you in clinic, Ella, don't mm. I talk about it as far as yeah. the Chinese terms and I explain. Always. I never tell you the biological pathology. Mm. I always talk about Chinese medicine first mm. and mm. then I explain it in a Western term where people doing dry needling uh, don't get taught that mm. basic, basic level. And yes, I'm present as a blonde white woman mm. and I'm very aware of it's a whitewashed, like health modalities whitewashed as it is so I'm doing as much as I can to make sure I'm speaking of it in reverence to the way it's been taught and where it's come from mm. because it has been completely colonised. Mm. So when they're just picking up these skills, like mm. I went to Podiatrist and they did gua sha and dry needling, I was like, why didn't you just do the degree? Yeah. Like what is your skill set? Yeah. Wow. God, that's
0: so frustrating. Maybe I should have less caffeine. Yeah. <laughs> what, what actually is Chinese medicine? Yes, like, how can is you it define is it, it herbs? Is it, how do you so define it?
2: Chinese medicine is a lifestyle medicine. It is of the premise that you are the environment and the environment is you. So you can, it's a bit like physics, yeah? You can't be separated from the experiment. Yeah. Mm. So, for example, Chinese medicine incorporates the balancing modality of your lifestyle, which includes acupuncture, prescriptive Chinese herbs, dietary therapy. Uh, it incorporates Taoism. So, is your soul and is your life path following the path that is in balance and harmony? for you and the environment around you. It incorporates exercise therapy, Tai Chi. It incorporates mm. uh, energetic and cultivation of energy, Qigong. It incorporates medical massage, which is art, It incorporates cupping, scraping, bleeding, feng shui, liniment therapy, and another form of psychology. So the whole premise is that the body should be balance by itself with the seasons and the environment around it. So it's, we wow. can't take out of context your poos from your, Hormones from your sleep, from your elbow pain, from a rash on the back of your knee to the clicking that your knees are making to your urinary output. It is all the same picture. We can't just extrapolate one thing, Mm -hmm. which makes it our superpower because, for example, if you get a common cold – From the Chinese perspective, we've got like 14 different diagnoses. We've got, is there a sore throat? What color is your sputum? Is your nose snivelly? Are you um, aversion to heat or cold? You know, is there a headache at the same time? Like we've got this plethora, so we can normally get rid of a cold within two days. It's really easy. Mm, So whether that be your emotional body, your mental body, we believe in an esoteric body and your physical body. Wow. So it it really does encompass it all.
1: And why? I mean, this is just... When I first came to the clinic, I was... And then I remember seeing on Sarah's story, I'm like, what is this? So Sarah was... A friend who I saw getting the cosmetic acupuncture, and all I saw was the needles in the face, and I just saw the word tightening, skin tightening. I'm like, yes, this is, <laughs> this is perfect. <laughs> I need to know what this is. And then I went straight into the clinic, and I just remember coming in and I having my first running in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> running down the street. But I just remember feeling just so uneducated. Like, yeah, I just remember every all the things that you were saying. About everything and the pressure points and even just feeling my pulse and looking at my tongue. Like I'd never explored Chinese medicine before or acupuncture. I've had dry needling. Mm. It's very painful too. That sucked. It doesn't had have it to be painful.
2: Had it like in my plantar fasciitis, which was oh. literally. Whereas I would put the needle in your hand and not your foot. There you go wow i don't personally i don't see the need to put a needle in the area of trauma the body is already dealing with it the way it knows how why would i add more pain to an area that's already got an inflammation process going on it doesn't mean me to add more inflammation to the fucking area
0: so putting it in her hand what would that be doing
2: so for example when the meridians run up and down the body they're similar to nerves and the fact that they're effort pathways that run up and down the body you create a stimulus in one area to create an action in another area so the body's trying to balance itself Sometimes as a so for example if you're trying to drop cortisol in the system the quickest way to drop stress is to cry because the stress hormones come mm. out in the tears. Mm. So sometimes when we put the points together wow. the, the body starts to have a stress response which you might feel like sighing or some people burp sometimes mm. your tummy starts to grumble a little bit as the nervous system and vagal nerve regulates itself. So because I know where these pathways run, where the meridians running up and down the body, some of them start in the feet and then end in the chest or the hand. Some of them start in the face and end in the fingers. So, if the end of the channel is super stimulated, so for example, your foot is super tight, got inflammation, got a lot of pain, we'd say that might be displaying as heat. Sometimes mm. pain feels like heat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sore is heat. Mm. Um, then I would want to, so if there's a fire, sore, heat. I'm not going to add more fucking fire to the Mm. fire. I'm going to draw the fire away with, think of it like a DNA, uh, like a detonator. Mm. And you've got a bomb at the other end of dynamite. Mm. So I'm just going to light a fire at the other end. That's the theory based on it. I'm just gonna draw away that fire and just take away the heat. From take away the heat from wow. that fire to so that the that body can so then process it. Yeah, mm. and so we use this for the face. It's not just putting points in the face. Mm. Where have those lines come from? Why are you not sleeping? Why is this not fucking repairing? Mm. Why is yeah. your thyroid making you feel like an absolute dick? Mm. You know, and how can we make you love your job again? Yeah, no. <laughs> but
1: I just remember feeling like even when I went home and. Went home and spoke to my boyfriend all about it. He also didn't really know anything about it either. He like, was like, Is it pretend? He was, yeah, he was like, what? Did she blow on you? Did <laughs> she say magic <laughs> yeah. words? I'm like, Babe, this, this can fix your hay fever. Like these pressure points, like, I was telling him all about it. And I just remember, yeah, being like, why don't I know anything about this? And then I did my foot bath and like found myself all on Google your My <laughs> foot bath and was Googling all the benefits. And like, I just remember sitting on the end of my bed with my feet in my bath, reading all about it. And there's just, there's so much information on the net, like, there is. But why? Do we, like Dom and I, even my mm. friends, like most of my friends don't know anything about it. A lot of the mm. people on Instagram, like in a sit with us community, there has been a people that have actually already done it.
0: I think it's one of those things that people do, but they don't really talk about because I think there is this stigma it's that it is best woo-woo. kept secret. There's, there's, mm. there's yeah. a couple of reasons why I think
2: this. One, there is a lot of racism. Huge mm. amount of and Look what happened in COVID. Everyone blamed Chinese people when it wasn't even mm. that kind of issue. So I think it hasn't been necessarily sexy because it's called Chinese medicine. Mm. I think that that's a big protagonist wow. in a white audience. Like, for example, I don't even sell granulated herbs or raw herbs anymore because my white audience and my Western audience won't take it because it tastes funny. So I'm like, right, I've got white people tablets. Here's, oh. your, here's all your herbs in a capsule wow. for compliance. So I think part of it is that, like, I was raised really differently. I was raised in a very ethnically diverse family and community. Mm. Um, so I do see that as a, you know, like the, most of the um, history of Australia, the gold miners that came over were all Chinese, but that's not talked about in our history. Mm. So there's, that, is, I think, is a big subconscious bias. Second of all, people think it's woo-woo because it's really great to dismiss uh, heritage medicine. Mm. when there's been this big push for biomedicine to Mm. be the main protagonist, as well as put it into context, you have to remember this medicine survived communism. They burnt all the books. They burnt their entire history. They burnt down dynasties. They tried to kill information, and this survived. Like, this is intense. Um, I also think the reason it's not really known much about is because, I don't know if you notice this, but as much as I see you, I'm trying to fucking get rid of you. I want you to be able to look after yourself. Mm. What kind of business model or medical model is that? It's not very often you have your GP be like, so I only want you to take this supplement and do this lifestyle and not come back. Mm. So I think there's that aspect to it as well as from a business model. Mm. It doesn't really hook you in and keep you and keep you um, yeah. in a position of in, in power. Yeah. So I think there's that. Other reason is I pretty much am forefront cutting edge of the aesthetic acupuncture community. Like I have been yeah. doing this for over... 15 years. Wow. And only now am I kind of really starting to get a bit of traction. And Mm. it's a bit hard when you're at the forefront. So, yeah, I think people didn't realize that it had all these other cool things going on because people only ever use it as a last resort. Mm. And when you use something that's natural medicine Mm. as a last resort – Really fucking pushing shit uphill. Yeah. So you only really hear acupuncture for really severe back pain or migraines or IVF. And I'm mm. like, mm-hmm. if you come to us at the fucking beginning, we wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, taking all that time. So this is why I'm trying really hard to advocate. Yeah. Start with us sooner rather than later. Mm. Um, we can get more longevity out of your facial choices. Yeah. We can get more longevity out of your relationship with your injector. Like mm. I'm not here to take away from them. I'm here to actually improve it. Yeah, I don't know. So that, like, I'm, you know, I've got a bit hyped up. <laughs> I love that. I've got so a, a big, big comprehensive thought about the history of it all.
1: If someone was a new client, new customer coming in for the very first appointment, what does that
2: look like? Um, bring me a bottle of wine. <laughs> <laughs> I take bride. Love that. Play favourites. <laughs> if you want a really good appointment, I really take wine, red wine, French. Thank you very much. No. Uh, so an initial appointment at Zhong Centre. Yeah. Um, they'll either be saying myself or one of the senior practitioners mm-hmm. or somebody else that I've trained that works there. We're all APRA registered. So we're registered as a doctor of Chinese medicine. I don't think I answered that before. Mm. Um, yeah. So we're a registered doctor the same as your um, GP or dentist or nurse practitioner is. At our clinic, you normally have to answer very extensive health questionnaire because mm. we are looking at your entire medical and health background, mm. and it's really weird. We ask all sorts of questions about: Is your nose cold? Is your tummy cold? Mm. Or, do you have blood clots? What colour are they? Wow. You know, do you have breast pain or distension or discharge? And the men get the same questions mm. as everyone because men can get nipple discharge too. And you know, there's mm. there's all sorts of things that can happen. What is nipple
0: discharge? Mm.
2: So um, you've got glands Cause behind your breasts. Because sometimes I breast. look at
0: my titties, mm. and then and some- you might get itchy. Yeah, but then I feel like there's like little white bits on there and then it's like coming off. Is... Uh, is it flaking
2: or a little bit like pustula? Pustula. Yep, so what it is is probably you might have had like a follicle or part of the gland get backed up. Even if you're not breastfeeding, that tissue is glands behind there. And so yep. if, do you understand oh the my... lymph system? Do you mean out yeah. of the nipple or around the nipple? Uh, around it because the nipple holds as well and the areola have got little Oh, I've had that well. before. Yeah, but if you never know that, like no one tells you at 25 your nipples suddenly get hairy. Like oh no! Just,
0: nobody tells you. Yeah. I have, I don't I'd laser
2: online all line off already by that stage.
0: <laughs> like, it's so oh, under the age of twenty five. Oh, well, I was no. skin and laser tech. Yeah,
2: yeah. I was skin and laser tech. I started you.
1: lasering at like no. nineteen. If you
2: don't have a hair, you're a unicorn. Yeah, I don't like, have a hair. I've never had a hair on my tit. What is wrong with you? Well, you're a lucky bitch. Well, yeah. you yeah. didn't look
0: at my nipple and
2: see. Do you want that on camera? Yeah, yeah. So under under there is a series of lymphatic networks. So what? I already know a lot about you now. So what can happen behind oh. the scenes is is the lymph underneath can get congested. So that's on your left side. So the other side is where the majority of the lymphatic system pulls in and discharges all the debris from the rest of your body. Yeah. So oh, the, the glands and the lymph system actually goes into your breast tissue as well. That's why when you go to Bali or Thailand, get them to massage your boobs to move that lymph. Yeah. All that's happened is there might have been a minor infection or a minor inflammation. The lymphatic system is doing its best to get rid of it. It's going to find the quickest output to get rid of that. Usually that's your nipples, urinary or sweat. So it's just trying to clear that. Um, Sometimes people can get different color discharge. There might be an infection in the breast. There might be a mass or a adenoma. No, not adenoma. Yeah, fibroadenoma, a little mouse in the boob, like a lump that's non-cancerous. Sometimes that can kind of get in the way of the movement of the blood and lymph in your boob. Like we see all sorts. Like, right, here I am talking about the face, but I know all of this about your boobs as well because when that gets congested or tight, then I can tell how stressed you are. Depending on if you get swelling in your breasts, I can tell what's happening with your progesterone levels. And all of that pertains to how you clench your jaw, which therefore changes the shape of your face because you might get triangulation. Do you clench when you wake or do you clench when you sleep? Let's be able to tell by your boobs.
0: That's amazing. Have a weird life. <laughs> so I have another question. So the last two period cycles, yeah. I usually get like engorged boobs before I get my period. You've got but excess progesterone. The last two I haven't. Because you've been less stressed. Or you've been
2: looking after your health different before your menstruation. So by the time you menstruate, that's a four-week cycle. Because menstruation is fantastic. It's the best way to lose weight. It's a great detoxification for the body. So having
0: my titties be really big, that means I'm not looking after myself really that good. That's
2: a symptom to you of showing that you actually were quite stressed. And so it was having a follow-on effect. Yeah.
0: So you've been stressed forever. No, but. (laughs) Am I right? It wouldn't happen every time though. But fuck, that makes so much sense. Yeah. Do you remember the first? It was the first commitment ceremony of maths. I had my period. My tits have never been that huge in my life. How strange. That- you-
2: You're marrying a stranger for fuck's sake. Yeah, exactly. Well, you, <laughs> I was really fucking stressed. And my it tits was- were huge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> look great on camera. <laughs> that that is- makes sense. That is so wild. And so this is what I do. So when you get your aesthetic or cosmetic acupuncture done, we want to see you for minimum, ideally twice a week. It's the best, but whatever. Mm. We go once a week for minimum six to ten weeks depending on your age or what's going on. When we're treating anything hormonal, whether it be your menstrual cycle, we say that's three moons, right? So that's once a week Mm. for three months minimum in order to regulate your cycle so it takes care of itself. If it's fertility, we want to treat you weekly for minimum year, male included. Sperm needs attention. We Mm. can increase sperm productivity. Just because they're say it's okay it's fucking shit the sperm that they're accepting at the moment they would never have touched an IVF in 2008 like there's just no way they would have touched that if your sperm motility is under five percent get fucked you can (sighs) do better Wow. And most of the infertility at the moment is actually the sperm. But they can't medicate that and they can't prey on that audience yet because they don't have a you know virility supplement as powerful as fucking Viagra that they can give to them. But instead what we're going to do is get you to freeze your ovaries. Mm. Even and though get that, the women to yeah. go through But all, that's not yeah. an insurance plan. That's one fucking cell. Mm. That is one cell. It's not fair to put all that pressure on them. So... I'm getting comprehensive and upset about the wrong things. So we can – everything is a three-month cycle. So when we're doing your um, your cosmetic, we're definitely doing everything underneath at the same time. Mm. My favorite thing is to do people conceiving or early pregnancy because we can still do your face – when you're not allowed to have all the fun things anymore, mm. and normally they get coughs and colds because their immune system is depleted in order to hold that little tiny feral fetus of you know mm. immune depression, mm. um, you know, and they they get quite sick and why, And we can we can help with that process. And then again, you know, men come in all the time. We can also treat their virility so that they're helping their partners and helping themselves, getting rid of the lower back pain. It's like that episode from Sex in the City where um, Charlotte, Charlotte, yes, yes! <laughs> I, love so I was thinking that. And but what was funny is she didn't fucking stay still, and I was like, mm. Shen's disturbed. Yeah. Her anxiety is through the roof he's like yeah, she, lie she down. up
0: down she's like doctor yeah
2: i've had that once in my career and i fucking freaked because i was like and <gasps> you and you're
0: walking up down that no,
2: corridor no no no, 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 what, no in
0: that case oh my god and
2: that it's... so you just go oh, lie down and my head fuck. check for pneumothorax check that it hasn't perforated anything mm. um and so now the only thing they had exceptional anxiety right and and mm. so that yeah. was a clear case of anxiety personified wow. um, and so now the rooms are set up different you have a headset I check on you multiple times even if you can't tell um, and I changed my needling in some cases like if there's anything dangerous I won't leave the room mm. so I used to do a lot of drug and alcohol rehab it's a really good way of seeing if people are lying. Could you take the pulse? and like, this isn't this. And you're like, the pulse is fucking saying different. But mm. I love it as a lie detector. Wow. And, and I put one in the wrist. And so if you're Chinese medicine, you'll understand pericardium six. But it's, it's the nausea point or anxiety point. And um, went away, come back to the room, come back. And because they were lying face down and they must have been drumming with their hand the entire time. I don't know how. So they've got a, a needle in there all the way through about that far down. And they must have been like drumming on the side of the table. And when I come back, the needle was bent and twisted inside the wrist. And so you clench your anus really tight and go. <laughs> And so ever since then, I'm like, cool, so I'm just going to check first if I have a fidgeter, mm. check first the level of anxiety that they have. Mm. And then once you kind of understand the personality of a person or the kind of day they're having, I can yeah. go a bit more hardcore with yeah. my prescription choice because all the points talk to each other. Yeah, they're, it's like poetry. <laughs>
1: At the start of the session when you're feeling the pulse pulse, Mm. and then you check the tongue, what are those telling you straight away? If you're a
2: psycho. Uh, (laughs) Oh. (laughs) No. Was I a psycho? (laughs) How does the tongue show that you're a psycho? Okay. Uh, If you refer to my TikTok. um, Oh, true. No, no, so it's definitely mental health in the tongue. Mm, You have predispensed. Okay, yes, you can fly off the handle, but you've learnt to bring it in. Mate, she just fucking hit that on the head. Mm, like maybe when you're a teenager you are unbridled but you're pretty together at the moment you're just a little bit stressed you would scratch a car initially not tell them and then maybe a, a, a month later let them know you did it yep you've thought about it but then you're like oh, oh, i'll just i'll just write an email about them and maybe send it i don't know <laughs> if i'll send it yeah I'll just i'll just emotionally release this yeah yeah so, so that's what i can see in the tongue so when we take your chinese medicine pulse it's different to your radial pulse it's different to your heart rate because that's actually over the radial artery mm-hmm. we come over the feminine eminence just lower down mm. and we read both sides of the wrists and we read the jiao so that's um reading how the systems correlate and talk to each other so the relationships of your organ systems the relationships wow. of your mental emotional well-being esoteric body systems and so they run in threes so we go upper middle lower left middle right And then from each of those, I go down into a third segment. So so right upper, right middle, right lower compared to middle upper, middle middle, middle lower. And what we're reading there is a system of the fei or the lung with the dung cheng or the large intestine in relation to the pea or the spleen in relation to the gan or the liver element and what they're talking to each other so
0: it's so amazing man seriously (laughs) i need to like book in next you do like i
2: seriously need to so i'll I'll correlate that so can people understand the biometrics of it so the the fey or the lung the lung system for us is in charge of like your skin because it's the the external quality that protect your skin is a um immune organ it protects you from the outside right and Mm -hmm. if your lung is and large intestine to a little bit is also the same. Pores are large intestine, depending where they are in the body. But lung is also the the capacity to express grief. If you can't express grief, your lung, like, and we have grief and childhood trauma mm. and all sorts of fucked up shit. Mm. Um, if you are unable to process that, then your lung becomes impaired. On mm. um, the part, so physically, that's dry skin. Physically, that's hay fever. Physically, that's coughs and colds, constantly getting sick. Physically, mm. that can be s- certain types of rashes. And then the, uh, the gun or your liver system, some of it is hepatic, but it's also like frustration, direction, drive, cortisol, control, decision making, planning, sides of the body, sinews, All that type of stuff. So if you've got your lung system and Mm. your liver system not talking to each other, because one is metal and one is wood, what's meant to happen is if the wood gets really out of control, so if your liver is really out of control, it constricts and constrains everything. So you think period pain, tight Mm. muscles, tight diaphragm, poor breathing. Mm. So if your diaphragm can't breathe a lot, the liver has taken over, which means you can't breathe. That's the lung system. You can't grieve. You can't. Mm. And so if those two are out of balance, I can tell what the fuck's going on in your head immediately with the pulse. Because those two pulses won't be talking to each other evenly. And that's what I do when I take your pulse. We talk about what these things are doing. So when I take the pressure off the upper and the lower kicks back, I'm like, "Oh fuck, something's going here. Or I can feel pain in the pulse or I can feel a lot of the time bloating and digestion. What Sometimes you, fe- you can feel pregnancy. What have you felt with mine? I have to refer to my notes with with yours there was a lot of fatigue initially oh yeah there was a lot of fatigue but it was the first f- session i passed out <laughs> As soon as she finished putting i was just like <laughs> i remember she came back in <laughs> and
1: she's like don't me to be a bit
2: longer i was like yeah <laughs> like i just k-o'd she couldn't Love talk that. i could not talk so, i normally check at the beginning of the appointment like if i can leave you longer will that be okay and i was like i've got to pick up my kids i'm like, right, one time you are and then if i see you asleep i feel really guilty waking you up because I'm, I'm like out. i wish it was me yeah i was literally out that's so nice. And, like, even the
1: way I woke up, it was – I think after I was like, wait, where did I just go?
2: You feel like you've astro-travelled. Yeah. We call it an ECUNAP. So an people ACUNAP. come out – so <laughs> mainly, mainly that's why we make people prepay their first appointment. It's because, you, because when they come out, they're so, fucked.
1: Yeah. You're like, ah. So you can just sort of, like, leave and also you, you just collect your out. thoughts because, like, I remember getting in the car just being, like, discombobulated. What just happened in there? Like, it was just –
0: I feel Amazing. like I need to get it done for my sis because I've been feeling lately, every time I ovulate or when I'm on my period, I only feel it on my right side. Right. My own Pain. Pain. Pain you've got, only. you got cis diagnosed on that? I've
2: got, yes. As long as it's diagnosed. Some people, like, the reason I ask that is because as woo as I am, lots of people go, I feel ovulation. I'm like, mm, that's constipation. Mm. Like... It's unless you have severe endometriosis or something diagnosed literally physically, feeling ovulation should not be discomfort. And usually, what it might be is that the ovum or the area of has swollen a little bit, and that's put mm. impingement on your intestines or your and duodenum. Is a valve beside your intestines that sits behind your ovaries, and you feel that pain.
0: But if you have cysts, pain on yeah, your I've ovaries, yeah, I've got polycystic, not the syndrome. I've just symptoms have polycystic. Um, yep. But, yeah, something's – I don't know, like the last few weeks, something's just been telling me, go on, get an ultrasound, Domenica. Just check. Yeah, so yeah. You know, when it's you gonna, get that, like –
2: You're better off knowing than being surprised. Yeah. And it's really hard when you're trapped in anxiety and fear of what the fuck's going to happen. But mm. its you have to just go, you know what? What would I do if this was my baby? Yeah. And then you yeah. treat yourself like a baby and you take yourself off. Like you're better to know than be surprised. Yeah. Mm. Um, but polys get pregnant, man. Mm. Like polys sister, ovary babies. Yeah. Don't, don't be fooled. Don't be playing like dodge him. Yeah, You get fucking knocked up. Wow. You just don't know when. Mm. Like we knock them up all the time, but polys get pregnant. You are ovulating. Yeah. There is nothing in the way. Yeah, yeah. It's just a drunk baby when it comes out. Like it doesn't know what its time's going to yeah. be. So wow. that's one thing I could give away. If you've been told you got poly, you will get knocked up. Guaranteed. You're ovulating. So is it known that if you have poly that you're infertile? Is that a thing? It's one of the things that they say, like, no, nah, you're not really going to get pregnant.
0: It's more like... Especially if you've got the polycystic... Syn- like, if you've got the actual syndrome, they say it's a lot harder to get to fall pregnant. What mm-hmm. it means is you don't know when that gun's going to get That's- shot. You don't know where that yeah. bullet's coming out. You don't know when it's... So it's like... But you can measure much. it.
2: Like if you take your basal body temperature every day and do the BBT charting, mm. you can definitely see when you're ovulating. I mm. believe
0: in this basal body temperature. Bro. Yeah. Honestly, I feel so much hotter. It solves your problems, dude.
1: Yeah, when, two of my best friends do that. I don't really know much about it, but it's they tell me all about so it. It's so fucking... And how it's so accurate. Bad. It
2: is, definitely. It's, it's stats. I won't do fertility unless my clients are taking the daily temperature because I'm like, well, fuck if I know if you're ovulating. You say you've got cervical mucus. They could also just be sugar discharge.
0: Oh. Hmm. So like...
2: <laughs> well, like, I'm on the pill. I am <laughs> I get my fake period, but I know... She's
0: got no discharge at all because she doesn't have any... Because yeah, she doesn't um, have any... Uh, what do you call it? Yeah, which well, is not ovulating. Yes, yeah, so, she's on
1: estrogen tablets. So when I'm off the pill and we've we've had this chat, I'm on a journey at the moment with the naturopath with yeah, you. When I'm off it, don't worry, we'll be doing the temperature checks
2: and Yeah, and, and I mean the whole point is is do you want to conceive or do you want your body? So we say prepare two years before you want babies. Oh, like just prepare. It's it's easier to prepare, you know, like, and if you already have a, like I said, wellness isn't fucking achievable. Mm. But if you're already having, you know, a relatively healthy lifestyle, mm. there needs to be so much more onus put on penis onus. Stop yeah. taking cocaine. Stop taking the drugs. Cut your alcohol back. Eat more green vegetables. What is- wear shorts at night.
1: Okay, Let so those balls drop.
2: what is because one of my yeah one don't of my, wear like don't wear undies to bed or don't just... cook the balls. Mm. So the balls need to be able to be in control of the basal body temperature. So if they're in tidy whiteys, those balls are held up against the body, and they might be one degree warmer. Those balls are designed to drop and shrink. Yes, yeah. to no, to modify their own temperature. So at night we say sleep in boxes.
1: Isn't there a oh, saying okay, like exactly to put your cool. balls
2: on ice or something? Um, ooh, no. The balls need to do their own temperature. The body is so magic. People forget that it's constantly saving your life. Fuck,
0: imagine putting your balls on ice.
2: Because I remember, and as well. Shrinkage.
1: Yeah. My friend's partner, like he's a very big cyclist, does Ironman, like a lot of stress on the body that lowers your testosterone. And Mm. so I remember she was like saying that, he went to some naturopath appointments to kind of understand
2: if if he needs to stop cycling and take off the lycra, the lycra, the lycra, get rid of the lycra like, because wild. you're heating the. Bo- and then you think about it, lycra, super warms up. It creates extra thermo thermodynamics and thermodynamics, thermogenesis, thermo. It's mm. thermo on mm. the body. The balls need like the body is so intelligent. Even mm. if you get a rash, it's, it's you trying to save it, your life. It thinks it's saving your life because mm. if that rash, if those chemicals are inside the body, then it would cook an organ. So. The bulls are super intelligent. So my perioral dermatitis
0: is actually saving me. <clears throat> yeah, definitely.
2: It's mm. <laughs> it's probably a symptom of something different. Imagine if that rash was occurring inside your body or on your tongue or on your palate or somewhere in your gastro off- oh. gastro um, esophagus. Mm. You wouldn't be able to swallow. You wouldn't be able mm. to consume food. It wouldn't be absorbing through a line. So it's a sign that something else is happening. But it mm. it's your body's way of getting something out of the system.
1: Wow. That's
2: saving your life. Like people forget they sit there and they hate their acne and they sit there and they hate this. And I'm like, mm. if this was sitting on your kidneys, you'd be fucked. Mm. If this was on your throat. Think about how grateful you are, but in delayed response when mm. your sinus is blocked. Like, oh, oh I missed my how God. good. And when
0: you've got a sore throat, you're like, oh, my God, I'm never taking it for granted again. <laughs> yeah. Sure
2: yeah. yeah, so when but
0: these things display on the external yeah. of the body,
2: I'm like, mm. that, that's thank God it's on the outside and on the inside. You'd be a whole lot sicker. Um, But
1: yeah. So most commonly with treating men and women or couples that are trying to conceive, what's like the most common thing that you might pick up with the men Um. that they might need to like work on or like what's things that they can... Like I don't really know. I've never really think about the men. It's, I
0: think about okay. the men all the time. Like it can't just be all us. It definitely not. Certainly not. Welcome yeah. to
2: patriarchy. Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna
0: get on my fucking horse, right? Now. Yeah, no, <laughs> and seriously, I'm really, it, because I'm yeah. so
2: okay. Here's the things that I'm sick of doing in clinic. I'm sick of treating women that have taken the morning after pill because it takes three mm. months to fucking regulate the hormones afterwards oh, wow. when they've had a hook up with a guy that didn't even give them a fucking orgasm because he premed too early. Get fucked. Why did you not use a condom in the first place? <laughs> why is it all our fault? Yeah. And why are you not paying for the three months of treatment for her to fucking fix her hormones in the first place? Second of all, I'm really sick of treating. IVF only the women oh I've had all the injections I've got all the hormones but you know we're really not holding when was the sperm tested the doctor said it was fine get fucked why are you here and not him at the very least why isn't he here with you at the same time so he understands the stress Mm. of all the appointments that it takes on your mental load Mm. and it's something that you can be doing together like mm-hmm. I get, I mean, he'll still get a benefit from it. And even if things, thinks it's pretend he gets a 45 minute nap a week beside you, holding your hand, emotionally supporting you in some other form. Mm. So I'm really fatigued of the whole onus and mental load being on women who earn what 30% less and have to pay mm. what 40% more for our healthcare mm-hmm. and beauty care. Mm. Get fucked. Mm-hmm. So those are things that I'm sick of. Things that you can do as a partnership to help your fertility wellness is talk about wanting children first and don't decide it's a tap that you turn on and off. Mm-hmm. It's not. Yes, we're knocking out women in their late 40s, mm-hmm. but I've been treating them for a couple of years and their partners. I've been making sure that they're both in a position that they're ready for it. Mm. Initially, off the top of my head, quit the fucking drugs. Mm. It takes three months from the stem cell to the creation of the sperm. So that three-month wow. detoxification journey, the minute you take a drug, back to square one, three months Shit. all over again. Because wow. that's that cell... That is then encased in, trying to eliminate the toxin of the the drug or alcohol, then travels through becomes a sperm. Pregnancy only occurs with one cell of the female mm, and one wow. cell of the male. Mm. Like it's not all about when you're ovulating. You only ovulate. You are only fertile three days out of fucking thirty. He's fertile three hundred and sixty-five <sighs> days a week. Awesome. He can go seven times a day. Not not our fucking problem. We need to be medicating them. Wow. Um,
0: and and it, it is weird when you think about it like that. It's egg. like. Mm. How the fuck is it all on us when three days out of a whole month is and, only when we can get pregnant?
2: And the thing that really jerks <laughs> me off about wow. women is when they come off contraceptive, they're like, it feels like I can see color again. Like you, you, when you're on it, you don't quite realize you're not feeling 100%. And then when you come off it, you realize, oh, I didn't realize I was just in a fog or I was less than myself. Wow. It's it's something that I really love coaching people through. Like you can you can be totally healthy of hormonal contraceptive. And why is it hormonal contraceptive? Mm. That is such a cacophony of um, a domino effect within the body. We're coming mm. up to fourth and fifth generation in a row, contraceptive users. Mm. Like in a row. So you, yeah. you inherit up to seven generations of trauma and stress and mm. epigenics in one body. And so if you've got a family history of three or four generations prior to you being on estrogen, and then we're having all these fertility issues now and, you know, like...
0: I'm so Anywho. excited
1: to come off the pill.
2: I'm thrilled for you. I'm Shall excited I... to see colour.
0: <laughs> well, I'm excited to get my uh, copper out. I'm really mm. keen to get my period back to like just being five days oh. and not being fucking eight-day cycle, And and tune
2: cycle. And then oh. tune with yourself. I find a period to be a really good receptor of what's going on. You know, does it have mm. a smell? What are your bowels like at the same time? What's the colour of the blood? What's the flow? How mm. am I feeling myself? Do I actually want to retreat? I can go back and say the fertility recommendations if you want to do things to help fertility one Mm -hmm. men need to stop the alcohol and drugs so i start to say you know what you can have five alcoholic drinks in a week you choose when you have them is it one Mm. a night or is it all five on saturday with the boys and then we Mm. start to bring it down there same with the women you're allowed five drinks in a week choose when you're going to have them wow interesting you know like i live in melbourne yeah everybody's Mm. very social
0: very social very social
2: so you know there's a limit to that and then you Mm. would obviously bring it down some people say no alcohol whatsoever no 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 and i'm like okay But I believe in incremental change to have the big change Mm. rather than the other way around. The other thing for men, start wearing shorts. Don't wear tidy whities If you do cycle, don't wear lycra. Let your balls figure out what they've got to do for themselves. The Mm. balls need to be in charge of their temperature. Men need to really increase their fluid and electrolytes. They need to be drinking minimum one to two liters of water a day. Men need to have less than two coffees a day. A lot of men are surviving on four to six coffees a day, and it's cooking their insides absolutely poisoning Uh, same for women if you can cut down to two coffees a day no Mm. more Um, women I would definitely recommend that they make sure that their hormones are regular when you are ovulating you should get a cervical mucus so one you should be a bit more horny and libido two uh, the cervical mucus coming out should look like egg white and it should be sticky and um, a bit viscous so you should be able to put your finger and your thumb together and draw Mm. like a tape of it If it's a different color or has an odor, sometimes it can be a symptom that your body is detoxing or discharging something else. Mm. Not everybody ovulates on day 14. That's a fallacy. So Mm. if your app says you're ovulating on day 14, did you put your fucking biometrics into it? Did you put your temperature Mm. into it? That is false. That is just a date tracker. You usually ovulate. Usually, I say this because your luteal phase could be longer. uh, 14 days prior to blood. So if you've got a 31-day cycle, you're not ovulating on day 14. If you have a 25-day cycle, you're definitely not ovulating on day 14. Some people ovulate on day 10. Like it's different for everyone. So that's where taking your basal body temperature Mm. is the easiest way to measure it because the temperature rises, drops, and rises. It's fucking guaranteed every Mm. time. And then you can see when the period's coming because the temperature changes again. Uh, Other things that I'd recommend is adding at least two to four extra green vegetables to your plate. Women need to be eating red meat um it's very very hard to conceive there's an epidemic of eye anemia like the last 10 years epidemic of anemia uh that's important and what else can you take away at home we have great herbs Mm. great and men and women should be on a preconception the best part about it is when you're fertile you feel virile you feel well so there's no Mm. downside to being well Mm. there's no downside to being your best self um and full parts (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Bloody
1: foot mask. Give you
2: a better sleep. Give you a better mojo. Give you better mental well-being. Honestly, the wow. You need to buy one. And just completely talk to your partner. Talk it's, to your partner. Have yeah. uncomfortable conversations. Mm. Connect. Mm. You're making a soul at the end of the day, yeah? Yeah. It's this biological process, but it's an extension of your relationship.
1: Mm.
2: So have that connection there because they need to be your fucking go when it's the other end and you've got mastitis and you're crying and the baby's shed all over you and then you're mm. sick and it's 3am in the morning and you're waking up for the 12th time. You need to be a team because most relationships break down in their first year. So you need to make sure that you want this torture. Anyway, it's great. Let's make babies.
0: Oh, wow. Geez. Wow. Here's me being like, yeah, I do want to have babies yeah, I'm like, no,
2: I don't want to have a child any day soon,
1: anytime soon. I'm not ready for that just yet.
0: So, guys, this is the end of part one. Yes. Uh, but we will be coming back for part two with Dr. Abby with questions from you guys. So stay tuned for that one and talk soon.